What is up, everybody? Welcome to episode 67. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am back in the bathroom. I was in the classroom uh, out of town for a whole week, but yes, I'm back. I'm back in Phoenix in the bathroom, baby. Oh, you better get... Oh, I'm on the oh, I'm on the toilet. I'm on it. But uh, I'm so excited. I just... I'm, I'm all wired up right now. I couldn't go to sleep, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to you know, do an episode real quick um, because... I was debating if I was going to do it this week or not. That's what I was really doing. I was like, you know what? I don't want, I'm, I'm going to do it sometime this week, but you know, I'm going to wait and I'm going to push it off. I'm just going to, you know, I know I drop it on Monday, but you know what? Are they going to be that mad if I drop it on a Tuesday? And it's not even the fact of y'all, y'all going to listen to it no matter when I drop it, but it's the fact of being disciplined. I can't go three weeks in a row and keep dropping episodes, and on the fourth week, you're like, you know what, I knew Dawson couldn't be consistent. He always lets us down. You know, I thought it was every Monday, but where is he coming in at? And then all of a sudden, I, you know, I did a couple shows tonight, and I'm on this, like, energy, whatever, and it takes me a while to kind of tone down after a show and get to sleep, and so what better way to tone yourself down uh, and get you know, get that, you know, going to bed feeling than doing a little bit of a podcast, uh, to end the night. Uh, I just did a, uh, I did a clean comedy show and then I did a student showcase tonight and that was so awesome, man. I loved, you know, uh, Brian, uh, he put me on, a uh, the guest spot and, uh, I don't know if I've ever talked about Brian, like dropped his name here before, but he's the guy that I hang around with a lot. So if you see the pictures of me on the story, uh, with two older guys, uh, and they look, they happen to look like my dad, uh, just, you know, that age, the, the two dads that I'm rolling around with. Yes. One of them is Brian and he put me as a guest spot tonight on the student showcase. Shout out him. Uh, thank you for doing that. And it was an awesome experience because I've never heard of a student showcase before, but, uh, until, you know, he told me and he was like, Oh, so I teach this class and, uh, it's with a bunch of people that never done stand up before, but have always been interested. So, you know, I showed them how to write a joke, what a punchline is. Uh, we put their little five to ten minutes set together, and then one day, bam, we got a student showcase, and you know we put tickets to sell online, and people can come out, uh, their friends, family, you know, random people that can just roll on in, and it's just such a great night because, you know, it's their first time, so they're not really expecting a lot, and it's friends and family too, so it's even better because now you're going there and you're just supporting them. And it's, it was just awesome just being there, just seeing everybody get on stage and, you know, there's the feel of the laughter in the room, families, you know, just clapping and cheering for, you know, their friend or, you know, their husband or their wife getting up on stage and doing it for the first time. And they get off stage and all of a sudden the students go in the back, chest bump, boom, give them fist bumps. It was awesome to see. I, just that support, man, just that support. Whatever you're doing, you know, that's my love language is support. Um, I don't know if that falls into one of the love languages, but just in case it doesn't, there's five of them. I got number six, support. And it was just, you know, just that feeling of getting it, man. I, I love it so much. Because, I mean, just someone, because, especially coming from a comedian's perspective, but I think this can apply to anything. Anything that's your passion, that you put a lot of effort and energy in, uh, into... And you just, I don't know, do you just have people come out for you and say that they're going to be, say that they're going to be there and they actually show up, whether you're a musician, 
you know, you do poetry on the side, uh, whatever it may be. You can be a golfer. You know, you can be playing a sport. Uh, whatever it is, you know, just getting that support, it just feels so good. Um, I don't know why we don't do it at more places, at more jobs, you know, support. I mean, it could be random things. Because I work in customer service. I still do that. Uh, well, actually, not anymore. You know, by the grace of God, God, you know, he was like, look, Dawson, I get it. You've been praying about getting out of the customer service for a while. How about this gig? And now I work at a, you know, Bible summer camp that turns into an after-school program. Thank you. Thank you, God. You know, it's such a blessing. I, he literally handed that to me on a platter, and, I, you know, I didn't have to apply for it or anything. It just happened. So praise God on that because I was tired of customer service. If you work in it, I'm praying for you every day. If you work in customer service, I get it. You know, I'm praying for you because you don't get that support. You are working, and every time someone comes in there, they're, you know, super hungry, super whatever, and, you know, they're just looking for something, and you're just in their way. I, I need a coffee, stat. You're like, okay, cool, awesome. Well, uh, you know, you slightly make it wrong. You don't put enough sweetener in it. They're yelling at you now. You're not getting that support, and it sucks, and I'm sorry. I, I've been in your shoes before, where no matter what you do, you cannot make that person happy, no matter what it is, and I think we need to change it up, okay? I know comedians get support, entertainers get support, you know, even pastors. I mean, I got, I got friends going to seminary school right now. After they get a good sermon going, or after, every Sunday, you know, they do a sermon, they get off stage, they go you know, staying outside, they get their hands shanked by everybody, just, oh, hey, thank you so much for doing it, oh, thank you, you know, good message today, no one does that for any other job, you could be a welder, you know, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know how welders, you know, what the support is out there, you know, mechanics, whatever job it is, you know, it could be doctors or anything, you know, you just don't see much support in it. You know, nobody like how no one's shaking their hands afterwards. No one's giving them high fives. You know, you don't have a crowd of people around them after a good surgery, and they're just like, "Dude, he did it again. He did it again. That's five lives saved this week. That's five. Congratulations. What a, what a beast. What a beast. No, he goes and washes his hands, and they're just like, "All right, cool. Move on to the next thing." And so I think we need to bring more support. We need to change it up. I know Cameo is a big thing. And it's where you pay people to sing like happy birthday to you. Pay like, uh, I don't know. People are paying outrageous prices for these Cameos. And for people that I honestly could care less if they ever sing me happy birthday. But there, there's people out there putting out $200 to see somebody just with, a, just with their phone going, happy birthday. I just wanted to say happy birthday from the bottom of my heart. Did their $200 go in? All right, cool. Well, I really, from the bottom of my heart, happy birthday. No, we're not about that here. I'm going to support you no matter what. You know, you, you give me a little bit of cash. I'm not going to ask for $200, but you can get, ask for a little bit of cash. I will show up to your work. You know, you work in a cubicle, you work in an office. I will show up with my t-shirt cannon with shirts that, are, that have your face plastered on it. It's going to be your day. And I'm just going to randomly just come in, just knock down the door with my t-shirt, just blasting t-shirts at everybody. Hey, this is Jessica. She's a beast. 
She's working real hard at the. She's working real hard behind the. She's putting in the work. There'll be some people in the back going, "Who's Jessica?" Because I know. There'll be the people that they don't even know who Jessica is. People at your work, they don't know who you are, even though you put in the most work there. Oh, but today's your day. I'm gonna make you feel appreciated at your work. I'm gonna make sure you're getting all the high fives and cake and whatnot. At, hey, Jessica's doing her thing. Well, I don't know who Jessica is, but I need to go meet Jessica. I need to go meet her now because this guy is celebrating her up. Confetti poppers everywhere. I'm handing out Jessica t-shirts, Jessica mugs. You know, if your name's Jessica, that's awesome. It'll be for anybody. So um, if you want that to happen, email me. Email me at DawsonThomasComedy.com. Oh, well, that will... That's my that's my website, so you can go check that out. I just slid that in there. I just made a website. I'm pretty pretty proud of it. I made it on Wix.com. Shout out them. I spent hours on that website. Hours on it. And I feel really good about it. So just at least go check it out. Go uh go click on it. Go, you know, mosey around in it. Fill out the contact form and email me though if you want me to come there and show you that support. Because I'll I'll fly anywhere. And people think I'm kidding. But I'm I'm that guy. I'm the wild. I don't care. I'll do I'll do weird stuff that people won't even imagine. I will leave Phoenix right now and fly to wherever you work. And I will just show up with all your merch. I will make merch for you. I make t-shirts out of my closet. I'll I'll be all merched up for you. I'll go there and I'll show you love that you've never even felt before. That is the support that we need here today, folks. We need to support each other. No matter what field of work that you're in, you will feel that love on uh, from Dawson. You will. You will feel that love. Um, but yeah, CCA was great. CCA was super, super fun. I, uh, I, I loved being back in the South. I was in uh, Nashville and then Kentucky for a little bit. Mostly Kentucky, Bowling Green, Kentucky. I've never been there before. But it was nice to see some green, some shrubbery, some trees again. Uh, you know, because I'm out in the desert here in Phoenix, you just see some cactuses and dirt. That's really what it is. And some palm trees. I, I like seeing the palm trees and stuff, but just the green, it's just, it's just different. And I loved being back there. It was nostalgic. Uh, our Airbnb was on a farm. That was one of the Airbnbs that we were at. And it was nice being on a farm. It really was. It's just, I've never been a country guy. I've never been the backwoods fishing, you know, listen to country music, that kind of stuff. But, I mean, it reminded me of home. So it was nostalgic for me. It was quite an experience. And I was uh, with two older gentlemen in the Airbnb, uh, Brian and Mike. Uh, they're they're my comedy dads. That's what I like to call them. And uh, we got to know each other really well on that trip. If you want to get to know anybody really, really well, just go take a trip with them. Go take a trip anywhere. Uh, preferably on a farm, because when you're with two grown men picking strawberries in a field, you're going to get to know them really well. You're best friends at that point. If you go pick any kind of fruit with somebody or go pick some flowers or something, like you are now best buds. That's just how it was. And so we were on this farm, and they said there was a strawberry field that we can go pick all the strawberries we wanted. They, they're in season. And I've never picked... Uh, strawberries before and just eating them just out. I was like, you don't wash these first or nothing. No, that she, the lady that ran the Airbnb, she's like, nah, 
you just you just pick it up and just start start eating. Have until you're full. I was like, any of them? She's like, any of them? Oh, they were so juicy. I'm talking so good. They were delicious. The best strawberries I've ever had. Best strawberries I've ever had. Just straight, just off the. I picked that thing and ate it. I've never done that before, but it's an experience. And I did it with two grown older men. And uh, when you see two 50 year old individuals and a 20 year old out in a strawberry patch, you know, you get to know each other quite well. Uh, I met a turkey named Tom. He thought he was a chicken. That was a that was another experience too. Uh, she told us that Tom came in another litter full of chickens, and she thought she just all got chickens. But uh, surprise, surprise! When Tom got older, it was a turkey, and so he doesn't know any better. So he he's just out there pretending to be well, not pretending. He actually thinks he's a chicken, and it's pretty cool. He's just bombing his head like a chicken. He's up when the rooster crows, trying to do his best rooster. Like five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, they named him Tom, so that's awesome. I love Tom the turkey. He was, he was, uh, he was something special. Honestly, on that farm, uh, there was uh, there's many stories about him. Apparently, he's not afraid to fire. Uh, they said that he was on a burn pile and he just stood on top of the burn pile while it was burning one time, and he's still alive from that. So go Tom, go Tom the turkey. You know, I don't. You know, go live, go live your dream as a chicken. You know, that's, um, it's awesome. It's awesome to go see and be on that farm and just have that experience of, uh, feeling a little, little slice of home. But then, uh, we made it up to Indianapolis, Indiana and that place. I've never been there before either. So I was just going around the United States, having that little, little slice of the tour life, little travel. It was fun. It was really, really genuinely a really great time, but then we made it to Indianapolis, and oh man, what a what a city! City's huge, but it's so clean. It is so clean compared to compared to Phoenix. It is a clean city. Not not a drop of dirt anywhere. No one's throwing trash. People are keeping it up. I don't know what they're doing in Indianapolis, but keep it up. Keep it up. I'm going to have to do more research on it later and see what they're doing differently. Um, I don't know. That city was so clean. So clean. I loved it. Uh, they, I don't know. They got, they got some, I know there's gangs there. I, uh, was watching documentaries and there was a gang that popped up about Indianapolis. I don't know. I'm really into gang documentaries or just drug documentaries and stuff. And I don't know. Just things, just worlds that I know I'll never participate in, but I know that are there. Dude, I'm interested in it. Because it's just, we don't talk about it. There's not enough talk about it enough. I know I'll never be a part of it or get to experience it. So, I mean, I'm going to watch a documentary about it. I want to get more knowledge. It just, it sparks my curiosity. And I don't know, it just makes me think of what gangs out there, man. Especially in Indianapolis. I don't know what's going on out there, but they just imagine like... Is there, is this the first good gang? They're not doing any harm. They're just doing all good for the city. They're just, what gang are you? I'm the OCD gang. OCD. Oh, yeah. We put it into littering. 
Anybody that spits gum on the sidewalk, we give them a stern talking to. Maybe a couple of stabs. But not nothing too gentle. Gentle with it. Well, they don't bleed too much because we're not trying to stay in the sidewalk. We'll break into your house. Oh yeah, we're the OCD gang. We'll break into your house while you're gone. And we'll clean it. We'll leave it better than what we than before. We'll just come in and just break in and just clean everything up and leave. We're the OCD gang. Man, we need more nice gangs like that. So, whatever they're doing out there in Indianapolis, if there's a gang out there, then I'm all for it. I'm all in support. You are uh, doing some magical work out there. But CCA was so fun, man. Christian Comedy Association. I, I loved every bit of it. It was so fun. So fun. I was one of the younger ones there. There was a, there was a couple other young kids that were there. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, it was mostly getting that wisdom from older people. I love older people, man. Love it. Uh, I know people are like, oh, you're old. You, yeah. No, they've been, they lived on this planet for a long time. They've been, there's some people that have been doing comedy for 30 years there. And so getting to hear some stories of who they met, who they've been around, some comedy legends that they spoke to and just getting some positive encouragement. I mean, it was it was quite an experience. I love it. Love older people. I mean, it kind of made me start thinking about what old person I was going to be. What old person am I going to be when I, you know, I, I want to be cool, you know. I want to not, you know, be sour. Be that sour old person that just hates life. They're ready to die. No, I want to keep constantly doing some new stuff. If I'm alive, I'm out there. Because I know a lot of people who retire and they do nothing. They don't know what to do. You're retired, man. Go live your life. Go do something. Go do something that you've always wanted to do. You're, you're retired. Nah, man, I'm just going to wake up and read a book. And then I might go take a nap. And then I'll get up and then I'll read a book again. No, I'm not going to be like that when I'm 70. I hope not. I, I really hope not. My goal was to constantly want to be more knowledgeable, constantly keep learning. That's that's what it is. But man, find your group. Find your group, the support. Find people that just support you, man. That's really what, it's what we need. And that's what's so cool about the CCA because I didn't even know that was a thing. Like Christians that do comedy and they get together and they encourage one another. They hype each other up. So when they leave to go do comedy other places, they're like, hey, now we got a group of us. It's awesome. So find your group. You know, that's really what it is, too. Like, it's what church is supposed to be about, too, is Christians and stuff. And, you know, finding a small group, that's why they're important. I get it. Um, that's why I love it. Just, you know, people that are just supporting one another is super big. I guess it's because I just haven't seen it in a while. I haven't seen it or heard it in a while. I guess that's why it's just so shocking to me. Or not shocking, but it's just kind of like a... It was a feeling that hasn't been unlocked in a while. I mean, I've been out here in Phoenix for like eight, nine... Well, whew, close, roughing on 10 months now. And CCA was just a breath of fresh air. Because I'm just trying to gather what everybody's doing. and And it's... It's just super cool to be 
in the presence of people that not only, you know, are doing stand up, but are also hyping each other up going, Hey, you know, work on this. You're doing great though. Hey dude, you're cool. Awesome. Like we're just connecting together. It's, it, it was really a great, great time. And I loved it. And, uh, I don't know. It just made me really just think about the perspective of just being more encouraging to people and, you know, just, I want to be that spark. That's really what it is. And whenever I get older, not to be sour. I don't want to be a sour old person. I don't. I don't want to be a sour old person. I want to, I mean, like, have y'all ever had those grandpas that are just hitting you up? I guess that's what I'm, that's what age I'm at now. I'm at the age where I just have random, you know, people claiming to be there, claiming to be my grandpa, just hitting me up out of the blue on Facebook. They see my stuff. And they're just like, hey, Dawson, come see us. We miss you. Um, who are you? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm your, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of your grandmother's husbands. One of them? Yeah. My, I mean, my grandma had a, had a couple of husbands, maybe, maybe five, you know, it's, it's none of my business, but I have all these little, little step grandpas that are coming to my life now. And they're just popping up out of the blue. Oh, man, remember that one time we went fishing? No, I don't remember it. Where were you after that? Oh, well, I mean, I just... But you remember me, though? I'm your grandpa. What? No. When are you going to come see us? I'm in Phoenix. Oh, you moved out there? Oh, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Two grandpas, man. They're wild. These old people, they're wildin', man. But I loved Indianapolis. The whole CCA trip was awesome. Uh, just, you know, getting that support, man. And then bringing it back over here, back to Phoenix. And then just seeing the students showcase everything molding together. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm just very, just, uh, I'm amped up, man. I'm amped up. I get it. I get it now. You know, I get why gangs are a thing, maybe, you know. Get why gangs are a thing because, you know, they just, mm, fist bump, support. You know, they're going to, you know, you join. It's crazy. It is crazy because I looked up some of these gangs just on the Internet. They're like churches now. You know, you could click on their website. They have like all their beliefs, you know, wh how they started, the history of it, what their causes are, you know, what they're doing for the community. Yeah, yeah we're doing Grand Theft Auto. You know, we occasionally do some armed robberies. But you know what? We believe peace, love. And uh, fellowship and support. That's what we believe in. But if you want to do some arsoning, if you want to, you know, have you ever thought about armed robbery or, you know, cause some mayhem, but with a group of people that support each other, this gang's for you. Um, you know, put your email here. You know, send us an email. We'll send you an email back. We'll, you know, we'll do a little, you know, what do they do now? Do they do like Zoom calls? Is it like an interview for a gang? So what makes you, what, uh, what makes you qualified to be here? Have you ever thought about that? Yeah, I mean, what, are you qualified? I don't know. It's just crazy to me. <laughs> but uh, you got to find that support somewhere. <laughs> I hope not a gang. All right. Um. 
I hope not a gang. But if it if it was, you know, look at their website first, I guess. You know, see if they're doing good for the neighborhood. We need we need more gangs like that. So if you're gonna start a gang, start ones that are you know all the gangs that are destroying the neighborhoods. You're the gang that starts you know rebuilding it up. Oh, they're putting graffiti everywhere. Oh, you're wiping it off. You know, you're picking up their. You know, you might be shooting at people, but you're picking up the shells right afterwards. Keeping it clean. Indianapolis, that's what's up. <laughs> Man, I just I hate I hate the bus so much. I hate the bus so much. I know I I know I've talked about it so much, but I hate it. I hate it with a passion. I hate taking the bus. You know, people keep telling me, oh Dawson, I know you. You know, you, I know you'd rather drive your car, but you're going to get used to the bus. You're going to get used to public transportation. No, you won't. No, you won't. You'll never get used to it. It's awful. No one's ever going to like it. No one likes being on the bus. You can tell from the quality of people that are on the bus. They don't want to be there either. But they're on there. You always got somebody that's talking to himself on the bus. He's fighting somebody. In himself. And then you always. There's another guy. That's just dead dying everybody. You got that one mom. That's trying to keep her kids all together. No calm down. No sit down. No no sit over here. I just can't keep a hold of these kids. You always got that one guy. That forgot his bus pass. Stop patting your pockets dude. We know that you. You never had a bus pass in your life. You've never had a bus pass. I had one guy make a stop at a bus stop for 15 minutes. No, actually, no. Yeah, 15, 20 minutes. We were at a bus stop. He would not get off because he didn't have a bus pass and she wouldn't let him on. She was like, hey, get it off. Go to the next bus. And he was sitting there. He, no, he was stood there. He was like, no, nah, I'm not getting off. No, nah, I'm not getting off. I didn't have anything on me. So I couldn't, I mean, if I had a bus pass on me, I would have gave it to him. But I couldn't do anything. And then everybody on the bus started turning on him real quick. Dude, get off the bus. You're holding us all up. It was in the morning too, so I was on my way to work. Everybody else was on their way to work. Dude, are you serious? Get off the bus. You're holding us up. Don't make me come up there. Don't make me. And then this poor old, in the mix of chaos, this poor old lady... She, she, mm, you just see her just like creeping up out of her seat. Just, oh, yeah, just every bone cracking as she got up. She went all the way up to the front of the bus and handed this guy a fresh new bus pass. And then she sat down and everybody on the bus started applauding. Just, thank you, miss. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And then that guy got off the bus and waited for the next one. Oh. Oh, but that lady right there, everybody started clapping. And that was the that was the only good moment on the bus that I've had was that when that when everybody applauded for that older lady that sacrificed her bus pass for some guy holding up everybody else. Oh, I'm not getting off. You didn't you didn't even buy a bus pass. And I know you all probably don't even care about this, but I'm just saying that's just some things that are going on at the public transportation. Oh, it's just so, oh, 
I had a bus skip me the other day. Just straight, just mm, saw that I was there. I waved. I even waved. Waved him down. All of a sudden, he just mm, flew past me. And I went, are you serious? You're just going to skip me like that? I've already been waiting 20 minutes for you. And you just zoom right past me? I'm not having it. I can't do it. Then I get hungry at a bus stop. I forgot to pack snacks the other night. I was on my way home from a couple of mics. It was later at night. And there was this McDonald's open right behind me. I went over there. And the lobby was closed. But the McDonald's was still open. But the lobby was closed. The McDonald's was open. But the lobby was closed. What is this, COVID? It's over. Open it up. Open the doors. Let me in. I'm hungry. So guess what I had to do? I walked through the drive-thru. That's what I did. I walked through the drive-thru. On my two feet, I was walking. It didn't pick me up at the menu, though. I don't know. I guess I had to be a bigger object, so... If you want to feel any secure about yourself, if you think you're overweight, go stand in front of a drive-thru at a McDonald's. Yeah, go stand at the McDonald's drive-thru, or any drive-thru in that matter. And if it doesn't pick you up, you're skinny enough. No, you go get yourself king or queen. King or queen, you go do your thing. No, you're skinny. If you can stand in front of a drive-thru and it doesn't pick you up where they go, Hi, welcome to McDonald's. How can I take your order? You're good. Just, just leave. Be like, you know what? Everybody's calling me fat. But they didn't pick you up at the drive-thru, did it? No, no sensor did. But if you're big enough to where that sensor picks you up, then I, uh, uh, that should be a, that should be a sign. That should be a call. <laughs> but it didn't pick me up. I went forward. I talked to the lady and she was like, what? What are you doing? Why are you not in a car? Because I'm at the bus stop. I was hungry. Give me some food. Give me some grub. What you got? So I took my order, and then, yeah, I got my food at the McDonald's drive-thru. It, uh, it was pretty fun. It was a great experience. And it's getting hotter outside. In Phoenix, it's getting so hot. Hot. So hot. It's, I, I get dehydrated within me being just a minute outside. I mean, I got to constantly be chugging water. Constantly chugging water. Constantly. It's rough. It's rough out here, man, taking that public transportation on the bus. I'll be I'll be honest. Like I gotta get up tomorrow morning, go to work, but I gotta be at that bus stop just bright and early. Because it takes an hour to get someplace. It takes an hour to get everywhere. This Phoenix public transportation we need to fix it we need to fix something there's just animals on the bus man there's just animals they're all animals every single one of them are animals there's some of them you can pick them out man i'm not i saw a guy kissing a window just have you ever seen a sucker fish 
like, you know, like on, that was like kissing the glass. You know those sucker fish. You know, you see them at Petco or something. And you just see them just, just on the glass and suck it on the glass. That's what that guy was doing on the bus. On, uh, why? That's disgusting. There was a little, there was a little kid behind him. And how was the parent gonna have to explain that to, honey, my mom? What's this guy doing? He's just sucking on the glass. Oh, just don't, don't focus on him. Just don't, just don't focus on him. It's not that big of a deal. Just. He's just sucking on the glass. I, I just don't even... I don't even get people, man. He's just licking it up. But I'll tell you that much. That window is clean. I've never seen a window so clean. He was a sucker fish. He probably, was, he probably identified as a sucker fish. He was probably just, you know, the Tom the Turkey. You got Bob. You got Bob the Human. And he's just... Just... He thinks he's a sucker fish, just and cleaning all. That's what, he just started a window cleaning business because he did a good job. I'll be honest. I can't even get honestly. I can't even be mad because he did a good job. He 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 cleaned and polished that thing up like nobody's business. That guy, hey, he just licked it all up. He did an impeccable job. I could see a reflection of myself. He did such a good job. It's like, man, what did you? You got blessed with some saliva, man. Is your saliva made of Windex? Because that stuff is magical. I need you to come do my windows at my house. Give that guy a job. I'd love to give that guy a job. He just goes to door to door. Hey, you need your windows clean? Oh, sure. I'll do your windows. Uh, you just see him. <laughs> you just see him. Literally, you're like, what is this guy doing? He doesn't have a spray bottle with him or anything. He just wipes it down. I'm done. What? The window's clean, but you have such a weird method. I know. But uh, it, it pays the bills. It pays the bills. <sighs> the bus, man. Ah, wild. But, you know... I don't want to be in a big city forever. That's what I've realized, too, is I don't want to be in a big city forever. I don't. I uh, I wanted to get out of, you know, my small town and get some experience. I mean, plus also I wanted to do stand-up, so I had to get out of there anyways. But I wanted some life experience under my belt. And so being out in the big city, it, it makes me appreciate, you know, I've said this before, but it makes me appreciate the South, my heritage, where I came from, you know, the small town stuff. Um, and, you know, people misunderstand me all the time. Because I tell them I'm from the South. Out here in Arizona, I tell them I'm from the South. I tell them I'm from a small town. I tell them I'm from Arkansas. And they just have all these stereotypes. Oh, you, there's a lot of racists there. Are you racist? Or, uh, oh, I heard they don't wear shoes there. You don't have to wear shoes. What? I heard everybody there is stupid. I'll never step foot in Arkansas. Ugh. Every time I tell them I'm from Arkansas, they give the weirdest looks. Arkansas, ugh. Gross. Disgusting. And I used to not know how I, I... I didn't know how to take it at first. And then all of a sudden, I just started, you know, realizing and, and really thinking. Because being out here in the city and... 
I, uh, if I wasn't doing stand-up, I wouldn't be here. I would go back to a smaller town. I would, you know, if I wasn't doing stand-up out here, if God didn't call me to go be out here, I would not be here. Okay? Let's just put it that way. Let's just set it down. I, I, okay, honestly, I do like Arizona. I do, but the Phoenix area? Eh. Pass. Hard pass on it. And, you know, keep enjoying those stereotypes. Keep stereotyping the South. Keep stereotyping Arkansas. Do it. Awesome. Yeah, we're racist. Yeah. I don't know about shoes at all. I'm stupid and I'm dumb. I'm from Arkansas. I'm stupid. I don't know what to do. Man, I didn't know about shoes until I got here to Arizona. Thank thank the Lord. Man, oh, my feet were burning and bruised. and Oh, man, y'all got these things called tanny shoes. Oh, I loved it. I didn't have to wear them at all. Oh, yeah, we're stupid and we're dumb. We're, uh, don't come here. If you breathe the same air as we're doing, you're going to catch the stupid. Uh, uh, look at me, I'm cross-eyed. Uh. Yeah, everybody in the, yeah, we'll start a new stereotype. Yeah, everybody in the, see, I, I'm not cross-eyed anymore. It's because I got out of Arkansas. It took me a few months to not be cross-eyed. Uh, coming to Arizona, but in Arkansas, we're all cross-eyed there. Don't go to Arkansas. You're gonna you're gonna catch the cross-eyed. I don't know what if it's in the air or what it is, but if you're in there for everybody's cross-eyed there. Everybody is a hundred percent. Don't go there. Don't. For I mean, I was seeing double of everything for the first twenty years of my life. Just double everything. And so it's it's just not worth it. Just don't go back there. Yeah, I want you to keep hating it. Hate hate. Where I'm from, hate it. I keep doing it because when I go, whenever I get older, and I become that cool old man, and I'm gonna go back to Arkansas and I'm gonna retire on a lake in peace for cheap because nobody wants to live there because they have these preconceived notations that are not even true. Go do it, love it, please, please keep hating it because I, I don't. I don't even know anymore. People people are ridiculous. It's not even people on the public. Uh, I'm now thinking about it. People, it's not even people on the bus anymore. It's everywhere. I thought this place... Uh, you think... You've never been there before, have you? No. Then why would you say it? Bunch of... Bunch of... Ignorant, ignorant people. Yeah, I know the word ignorant. Okay? I know it. But it was so fun. Um, no, it's such a blessing to be here, honestly, doing what I do. I know I rip at it a lot, but man, you know, God's provided so much in so many ways. He knows exactly what position I need to be in. And, you know, like I got a roof over my head. I'm blessed to be able to be around in a spot to be, to be able to take the bus to work. You know, and I got an awesome job. I literally get to, I literally get to play basketball and dunk on kids all the time. And then teach them the word of God. I mean, it's awesome. And I get paid to go do it. What a blessing. And then, you know, I'm getting to do stand-up a lot more. And, you know, God's just blessing that. Just getting more opportunities out of that. I mean, I met Bob Smiley. He's very big in the Christian comedy thing. You know, I'll be honest. I didn't know who he was. But shout out, Bob. Uh, go watch his dry bar special. Uh, that's what I've also realized, too. If, you know, every clean comedian, clean comic, uh, especially Christian clean comedians, but it's just every clean comic, you know, 
that's been doing it for a while. They got a dry bar special. So go check out Bob Smiley's dry bar special. Um, go check out that. And uh, go tra- check out Brian Kahatsu's um, dry bar special. I mean, everybody's got a dry bar special. But yeah, I got to meet some really, really cool people at CCA and just getting that wisdom. And it's very motivating because now I come back here and I'm just going to keep on doing stand-up for the glory of God, baby, and uh, just see where it provides, see where it brings. But uh, no, uh, I'm, I am really am thankful. I, it's, been, it's been tough, but I'm thankful, man. I really am thankful uh, just for, man, God's just showing me a lot about myself, about just, you know, people in general, uh, just, you know, the bigger things, you know, just the, the bigger things. And just to be content. Uh, people are so focused on what they don't have and what's the next steps and stuff. And if you really just, if you just like take a deep breath and just like sit and just reflect on your life and stop worrying so much about what's going to happen in the future, what's the next steps, where's God going to provide next, and just sit and just see what He's already done. Just, just think about it. Just reflect on it. Chew on that. You'll be like, you know what? I mean, he's already done so much. Why am I even worried? And that's basically where I'm at. I'm just like, what? You know, I'm content, man. Now I'm just, you know, pumped up to see what he's going to do. But at the same time, I mean, he's already done so much for me, man. And so it's so awesome. And if you're in a tough season... Mm, there's something to be thankful about that too. I mean, being in a tough season, being in a position that you don't want to be in. I mean, of course there's situations stuff that I don't want to be in too, but I mean, I'm thankful for the bus teaching me patience, making me, you know, showing me about, you know, the reality of other people's situations. I'm thankful for the bus, you know, I'm thankful for, you know, being in this, you know, area that I really don't want to be in, you know, living in this, you know, certain area. It's not a, the best ever, but guess what? I, I'm thankful for it because it shows me, you know, a different perspective on things. It's awesome. And uh, you know, before I get off here, I always leave leave off with a little bit of the word. Um, where is? Here we go. Flip on. Wrong, wrong page. Here we go. Flip to it. Little little notebook. Um. I'll be honest, the week that I was gone, it was really hard to get in the Word and find time to do it, and uh, it, was, it was tough to be busy. So I got a little little slice of what it's like to be on the road, and so I realized that I need to really uh, think about that a lot more and, you know, really put and set time and be intentional in setting time, you know, aside for God, and uh, because... For a while there, I mean, I I've never I didn't have a busy schedule and stuff like that, so it was like, okay, well, I can insert you know my reading time here and there and whatnot. But now I'm getting blessed with the busyness, so uh, I have to really rethink you know my reading times and stuff like that. But while I was on the road, I did some devotionals. I love Diva. Uh, I love devotionals. They're nice. They're awesome. They get you sparked up in the morning, a little quick fifteen minutes. And you're like, mm, it was a really great kickstart to your day. Don't do, go on your phone or anything. Do a Devo. Um, David Tripp, New Morning Mercies. Oh, what a what an amazing Devo. And 
I read his June 10th one, and uh, what I wrote down is life is all about um, the awesome glory of God, and everyone needs uh, rescue by his glory. Everyone was created to live for his glory. Uh, stop living for small glories that are meaningless compared to God's uh, great glory. Uh, and the big thing I got from it is uh, give up self, uh, God's will, not mine. Give up self, God's will, not mine. And what I have to remind myself that all the time, you know, it's, uh, I got to close this notebook. But yeah, I got to remind myself that all, all the time. It's, it's God's, God's will, not mine. It's God's glory, not mine. Um, and it's, um, it's, it's hard sometimes because especially doing stand up, you can really get caught up in the high of going up there, you know, having a great set, you know, and you can get caught up in the fact of, man, why is so-and-so getting opportunities and comparison, comparing this and that. I mean, we could all get into that, you know, oh, you know, so-and-so's got this, and man, I've been working really hard, why do they have that, and it's just, you know, you know, from a young perspective, oh, they're all married, and I'm not, why am I not married, they all got married so quick, and you know, it just seemed like it just came in like a puzzle piece, and here am I, here I'm sitting just waiting, but I get it, I get it, you compare, and comparison's the thief of joy, it really is, um, but let me uh, get the Bible app real quick out. Let me see if I can multitask and try to talk and get this thing going. I should have been more prepared, um, but I wasn't. Uh, I'm going to be reading Luke 9, uh, 23. Uh, and I think it's around 32. But here we go. Um, and he said to all, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me for whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose, uh, and loses or forfeits himself for whoever is ashamed of me and of my words of him, will the son of man be ashamed when he comes in the uh, in his glory and in the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. Whoa, dude. Take up your cross and follow me. And that's what I want to leave you with. It's, uh, it's God's will, not yours. Uh, and if you're a Christian, if you're not a Christian, you're listening to this podcast, um, you know, I encourage you, you to give it a shot, you know, give it a shot, give it a good old, give it a good old gander, give it a good old look into. I, I say that as like it's a club or whatever now, but no, Jesus changed my life, man. I know he's going to change yours. And that's my whole thing is like, uh, it, it's, we're just, we're all the same. We're all the same. You know, we're all, I mean, Christians, we're not perfect. I know some of us try to put on this thing that we are, you know, you know, it's, it's just insecurities. That's really what it is. And I think I think the same thing for the small town thing in Arkansas, 
about how, oh, there's racists there and they don't have to wear shoes. It's just the same thing applies with Christianity. People just have these stereotypes and stuff and it's um, it's tough. Um, and I think, I think people need to walk in there and not have these stereotype mindsets. But, uh, and uh, I think things will change. You know, if you don't walk in there and immediately think the worst about something. But uh, I want to thank you all so much for listening to uh, episode 67 of um, uh, of Dawson's Crick, this podcast. Thank you for, uh, if you've been a consistent listener, that's amazing. I love each and every one of y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in uh, every week. You know, like I said, I'm trying to be more consistent. Um, but I, uh, um, I just want to leave off by... Uh, you know, encouraging y'all to keep on pushing. If you're going through some trials, uh, I'll be praying for you. If, um, actually, you know, I'll be taking prayer requests, you know, just go, my website will be linked into the description. Uh, so will my email, you know, send me some prayer requests if you need them. I would love, love to, you know, pray for you. Uh, you got any, you know, things to be thankful for. You want to just like throw in there, dude, I I would love to shout them out. What you're thinking, praise God about something, man. Love to, love to hear it. Um, but, uh, always like, and subscribe, you know, share, share the podcast, share, um, you know, it's, it always means a lot, uh, getting that support, that love language, love it. Um, and yeah, I'm not, I'm not kidding about that cameo thing, but if y'all really want to, you know, you know, email me about that too. If you really, you're like, Hey Dawson, come into my work and, you know, throw a whole party for me. I would. I'll be 100% down to that. So email me about that. Contact me. All that will be linked in the description. Um, but I just want to thank you all so much uh, for listening to episode 67 of Dawson's Crick. And I will be, hold on a second. Do I have any more information? No, yeah. I, I, that's about it. So thank you all for so much for listening to episode 67. Dawson's Crick. Uh, I'll be seeing you all uh, next week sometime. Uh, see you all.